Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I am your host, Tito Guerrero, and we're going to jump right into this Monday Motivation, Motivation Mondays, here to pump you up, get you ready for the week. And this week, for many of us, is going to be different. <laughs> they're, they're opening the gates, y'all. Um, I believe it's 23 states are going to some kind of reopening, whether it's uh, restricted, you know, they're saying all kinds of stuff. And and I want you guys to, to think about how things are communicated, right? Think about what is communicated. Think uh, what is acceptable. Think about what you've been through these last few weeks, right? Think about things that you may have changed in the way you spend money, the way you Spend time with family, the way you communicate. Think about all these things, right? So I really want this this podcast to, to kind of be centered around communication, right? And and how powerful communication is. So anyway, all these states opening up the floodgates. Some have already done it. Texas is already open. Georgia, Arizona, uh, like I believe some parts of Florida, um, I got CNN playing in the background. They're talking about Detroit and and here in Indiana. We're opening up to an extent uh, starting Monday. As a matter of fact, I got to go meet with my team to kind of outline that. But but think about what's communicated. So I listened to to our governor speak for a good hour. Some of his representatives too. And you know it's these stages and. And certain things will be allowed at this time, and then in a few weeks later, a certain more. And the the end all goal being Fourth of July is we're fully open, right? But I, I mean, let's let's think about this. Um, the question gets asked to all these governors, all these politicians. Well, uh, mayors kind of have authority, right? And they're like, oh yeah, well we'll we'll support our mayors, and if they're using some other metric, right? Um, basically saying <laughs> if a mayor says I'm not willing to open up I'm gonna hold uh, my jurisdiction to a higher standard then the governors basically bow down and say okay well we're gonna back you because you're you're using this other metric whatever it may be right the flip side is is um, they're basically saying they don't have the bandwidth um, they can't go out and basically enforce all of this. Now, I'm sure many of you, like myself, have heard about certain situations in certain states where people have been fined, or, or they at least took people's information and you know told them don't don't go congregating in you know ten or more in a group and all this other stuff, right? So some of that, yeah. But the reality is, uh, unless they enforce something with like the national guard and literally making sure you don't leave your house, um, they, they, they just don't, they, they, they can't, I mean, let's keep it real. You got an ex convict talking to you right now. And all my friends are basically criminals, former criminals, right? Um, 
people do a lot of stuff because there aren't, you know, 10 cops to one criminal, right? There's more criminals than cops. There's more people than cops. And there's no way they can catch everything, right? So let's look on the flip side. You got people that are going out there. And even though CDC, the H, uh, WHO, the OSHA, right? All these agencies that have a focus on safe practices and health and everything else and well-being of human beings, right? Say these are things that you can do, right? And you still got people amassing and not just amassing, not, not just protesting, they're totally breaking these guidelines. Some might be wearing masks, some might not. But and, and they're basically saying, I'm American, I have the right to do this. And then I hate to say it, you know, I've been getting way political these last few weeks. But you know what? Screw it. Um, sometimes you got to. Don't be a hypocrite. You got people talking about it's my choice, it's this, and the other thing. But you're against abortion, which is also the campaign of my choice, right? And if you ask me today, I don't know. I think that's totally a, a women's thing. So I'm not trying to advocate for or against abortion. But I definitely think, um, as Dave Chappelle put it, if you have a penis, you should shut the hell up. It's, you have nothing to do with it. Uh, anyway, needless to say, you got people doing these these protests. No one's arresting them. And, and the crazy thing is... A lot of them are showing up with freaking guns and everything else, right? You know, quote-unquote peaceful protests. Why are you showing up with assault rifles, right? But that's okay. Now, I hate to say it, and I'm, I'm going to make it a racial, political, and everything else thing. If that was a bunch of black dudes or Mexican dudes or a mix of black and Mexican and even Asian dudes up there with automatic weapons... Would they have been able to walk up to a Capitol building and more importantly into it and not get arrested, let alone shot? Um, hey, it's my podcast, it's my soapbox, right? It reeks of privilege and whether it's white privilege or, or someone not holding one group of people accountable like they would someone else. Uh, I'm very big on being fair and equitable, so however you treat me, you know, I'll suck it up if you treat everyone the same way. If you treat me differently because my name, the color of my skin, my race, my ethnicity, whatever, then screw you. You deserve whatever the hell you got coming to then. But anyway, so communication. Let's talk about that for a minute, right? Because I... I I want you guys to be safe and healthy out there. Don't get me wrong. Matter of fact, that's like my new tagline. I, hey, happy birthday. Hope you're safe and healthy. Hey, you know, um, congratulations on the new job. Hope you're safe and healthy. It's like my new thing now, right? And I'm starting to feel weird about it because it sounds fake. But anyway, how we communicate. So let's talk about that. Um, most of you know, or probably all of you know, one of the big things with communication is People love the way people can articulate, be a wordsmith and, and play with words and use big words, use small words, interchange them, how they can use words to communicate across multi-level multi uh, um, social, economic levels, you know, so everyone can understand. Words are great, right? But in the breakdown of communication, words usually only account for about 7%, right? 
and this is, you know, this isn't my, these aren't my numbers, but I've used them for years in training, you know, and then the next big bucket is voice and tone. So there's a reason why, you know, the, the smooth talker, the one who can really convey something and talk all sensual and all that stuff. And probably why women, you know, with sultry voices can get away with a lot. Your voice and tone does a lot. And, and mind you, like when you say, hey, I'm really hungry. But when you say, hey, I'm really hungry, just the way that is that voice and that tone will tell you kind of what the message really means, right? Or whether I'm being kind of passive on it, whether, whether I'm being aggressive or whether I'm, whether I'm being passively aggressive. And then the big chunk is body language, which, yes, if you listen to something on the news or sometimes when you're watching um, – like right now I'm watching CNN and they got three people up in these little boxes, very close. You can't really see a lot. So there, there's little body language. But right now there's one guy talking. It appears to be a doctor because he's in scrubs. And I can see his hands keep coming up. So he's emphasizing something. He, I can tell he's speaking about something that he he cares about. And it's something to do with Corona, right? 32 states go into first weekend with loose and restrictions. So I said 23. I guess I'm... Uh, dyslexic is 32 but anyway um but body language 55 percent of communication comes from body language which is why so many people will say oh you're not listening anymore and you haven't said anything it's your body language right so anyway back to this podcast so body language huge but your tone and everything as well um how many times have you got a text message and it's all caps and you're like damn dude why are you yelling at me Really? You heard the yell? No, it's just that we know the caps. It's supposed to mean um, you're yelling or you're really trying to emphasize that word or words or whatever, right? So communication is huge, but also what's being fed back and forth, right? So one thing that isn't talked about in that 738 and 55% is actual content. And just so you guys know, right now on CNN, they're cycling through all these pictures of these guys looking like militia. I mean, I'm talking about plate protectors. They got magazines. They're in Capitol buildings. Like, seriously, you guys. Like, these guys look like they're going to revolt. Like, start, like, faces covered up. Like, seriously. Like, what? I'm sorry. Like, this this country's at a tipping point. And what I'm about to say is probably going to sound like I'm siding with the the crazy people going into Capitol buildings. My whole thing, if you're going to go in there decked out like you're ready to go to war, um, maybe you need to be ready to go to war. Um, Like, seriously, like we're saying we're done with the government. It's time for militias to take over and figure it out. But anyway, one thing, we're at 65,000 deaths, plus or minus, right? Right now, that's a lot. Like, no one's saying it isn't. Like, that, it's a huge issue. This is a real problem, right? Um, Total cases right now are right right around 1.1 million, just shy of 1.1 million total cases. 65, not even, yeah, well, it's roughly 65,000 deaths, right? So, I mean, when, when you think about that, right? To the the actual U.S. Um, population, that basically winds down to 0.02, and that's rounding up, 
0.02% of Americans have died. So, you know, you need like 10,000 people. Out of 10,000 people, basically, you might have a chance at dying. You know what I mean? It. Don't get me wrong. Is it bad? Yes. Should we be careful? Yes. But also, not everyone's been tested, right? And does everyone need to be tested? Not really. The, the majority of people are asymptomatic. So, in other words, they're, they're carriers, but they're not, like, sick. They're not going to die. Matter of fact, they... They could literally not have any symptoms like they they don't even feel like they're sick at all. And then you got other people that feel sick. They get sick, but nothing like they don't have any um, underlying medical conditions or anything. So they basically get sick and get better. And and they probably thought they had allergies or something like am I a doctor? No, just like. Our president says, I'm not a doctor. I am not a doctor. I, I'm i going off actual facts. Don't get me wrong. Should you wash your hands? Hell yeah. Should you wash them more because there's something actually going around? Hell yes. Should you wear a mask? Well, you could be one of those asymptomatic people. And by wearing a mask, you might save someone else. That's not to protect you. It's to protect others, right? So it, it's kind of like... I don't know. I, I think the message that's being conveyed out, and once again, I'm getting on my conspiracy theory horse right now. Um, <laughs> it's a control thing. We're scared. And I hate to say it, the people going in looking like militia, uh, to an extent, I kind of agree with them because the reality is people are going to die. Um, the reality is if you're over the age of 60, you probably should be wearing a mask, wearing gloves or, well, gloves, not so much because a glove is, is better to wash your hands, to be honest. Right. Um, but should you be limiting your interaction with people? Should you be more careful if you have CPOD and all that stuff? Hell yeah. If you have asthma, anything that has to do with respiratory. Yes. 100%. But. Everything that's being conveyed is like, you need to lock up, you need to do this. And all this $600 extra on, um, whatchamacallit, um, unemployment. And like, for me, working in a nonprofit, a lot of people don't make a lot of money. They're loving it. They're making more money on unemployment right now than they did when they worked. It's, I hate to say it, you know, and I used to be the guy minimum wage and everything, right? It's not a good thing because you got people that don't want to come back to work now. And here's the thing, y'all. Anyone who thinks that all this trillions of dollars that the government's doling out, like they're not going to try and get that back later, you've gone freaking crazy. Um, and the only reason they're doling out money is because businesses need to stay afloat. And they doled out a lot of money to rich people. <laughs> Don't think that money was all about the poor. No, sorry, Bob. Um, I got a stimulus check, to be 100% honest with you guys. I, I make enough money to support my family. I did not need it. Um, don't get me wrong. Do we always need some more money to pay for our daughter's education and everything? Hell yes. But the reality is, is you know, there's not a lot of checks and balances. I've, I've heard of people who were handling their dead mother or father's um, affairs 
and the the dead family member got a stimulus check you know they're not turning that shit back in <laughs> so anyway let me get back to this communication piece right so we have to be very mindful how we communicate and i'm a hot mess on this thing because i i use my my podcast as my platform to kind of vent and, and really put my opinion out there, which, you know, take it with a grain of salt. It's my opinion, and I have no problem changing that opinion one day to the next if I hear something that, you know, sways me. I'm not one of those 100% one-way people, right? Needless to say, I feel like the communication that's coming out is is all over the place. You got California on a serious lockdown. I, I watched interviews with a few doctors from Stanford and they basically said, you know, they're using these numbers telling people what to do, but they, they, they took information like off of one of those cruise ships. And I thought it was really interesting. It was like one of these cruise ships where pretty much everyone had it because it got passed around, you know, like, you know, the last bottle of water or something. And everyone got it. And then there were a lot of people that were higher up in age. Uh, I don't know how many of y'all go on cruises, but unless you're going on the swinging singles one and it's a bunch of rich people because most of the young people just can't afford crap like that. You got a lot of old people, it's, you know, it's older people go on cruises because they can afford it. Right. Um, anyway, so there was a lot of older people. So the numbers that they were pushing out based on what happened on that cruise ship weren't indicative of like any regular segment in society but that's the kind of stuff and they're using mortality rates and everything so you know you dig deep enough and you start seeing just the straight across numbers and what what it really is and yeah i'll be the first to say it you know our economy and and people like what's gonna hurt more um you know the there's like 10,000 people die every day regardless, right? Uh, we're at like 65,000 in, in six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is from the beginning of March. Yeah, so about two months, right? Eight weeks. Um, but coronavirus was here for a while. It, it's all how the media communicates. It's all how we communicate. Now you got people who can't go back to work even though they're being asked to go back to work because there's no child care. Right. Yet children, especially, you know, toddlers and stuff, it's like a zero, 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 like to the 20th power point one percent chance that unless the child has a pre-existing condition that they'll catch it and be affected in any kind of adverse way. So my point is we're we're spending so much bandwidth on this right now. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to see people die and and. And I think we we know what we need to do. And yes, there's some idiots out there that aren't, but you know how to stay away from them. Um, right about now, it, it's it's just crazy. And what's going to happen when one of these dudes, and when I say one, I don't think any of them show up by themselves, but you get these five dudes that show up with their army fatigues and with 10 magazines and an AR-15 and and a bunch of handguns and all this stuff and one thing freaking happens they were drinking before they went to the protest a shot goes off next thing you know it's this civil outbreak and then we're in the the very thing we call third world country right where there's uprisings and people shooting it out with police and government officials and all this stuff i mean is that what we want to go to um i don't 
and I am totally talking off the hip, and this is supposed to be Motivation Monday, but I'm telling y'all, the way we communicate and the way we, when I say communicate, it's not just how we talk to someone else. It's also how we receive that information and what we do with that information. Do we break it down? Do we look into it? I have a few friends that, that really dig into, you know, data. They go to other sources. Um, and it's hard to find a source that is really unbiased, right? Almost everyone has a platform. Everyone wants their agenda pushed. Um, and sometimes you just want facts, which is technically what we learn the media is about. They just present facts. It's not true. You know, you watch CNN, you watch Fox, you watch ABC, CBS. Um, you get all kinds of different perspectives. So I like to bounce around and watch a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, y'all, um, look back on, on what you've been doing these last, you know, however long you've been uh, shelter in place, however long you've been telecommuting or or just staying at home and being on unemployment, whatever it may be. Maybe even get a piece of paper and start writing this stuff down. And then think about how you can better communicate moving forward, right? How you can disseminate information that you receive, but also break it down for yourself to see what the real information, what, you know, what, what it really is and, and what the impact really should be on you. Um, uh, I think I think as a nation, we... We, we've been needing some healing well before coronavirus, and I, I definitely think um, we are good enough and intelligent enough to do that as a society, as a people, as a community. Um, I, I think um, at the end of the day, when it comes to communication, um, I'll, I'll revert to something you know, kind of in prison, which I was kind of like this before prison, definitely have not changed since. But, you know, in prison, you have to be mindful of everyone else. And it doesn't matter whether you like them, whether you agree with them, what you uh, agree with the things that they do. It doesn't freaking matter. You got to kind of walk around with like a three foot bubble around you. And if someone breaks that sphere, you have to be ready to do something to them. You know, and if you break someone's sphere, you need to be prepared just in case they do something to you because you violated their space. At the end of the day, this is why I made a podcast saying everyone should go to prison. People do things and don't think about other people. They only think about themselves, which is fine if you stay your ass at home. Do whatever the fuck you want. Sit on the bed, butt naked, spilling syrup over yourself and drinking whiskey. I don't care. But if you want to come out and be in front of my daughter, in front of my wife, give us a respect. I don't care what you do, as long as you don't do anything that might hurt them mentally, physically, spiritually, or otherwise, right? So anyway, y'all, be mindful of the way you communicate both ways, the way you give out information, the way you receive it. But most importantly, with all these changes going on, remember what you've been through. Remember what you've learned. Communicate it with your family and friends. Talk about things so that you don't nest up those feelings and end up hurting yourself or others. Anyway, I love y'all. I really do hope y'all are safe and healthy, as corny as it sounds. Um, and with all these reopenings, I hope y'all continue to be safe and healthy. And know that you probably got it or had it already and things are going to be okay.
if you know people in high-risk categories, encourage them to practice every bit of safety items that are out there from OSHA, CDC, and the WHO. Um, the rest of us need to get back to it, and um, that's it, man. Y'all be safe.